Alright, thank you once again for tuning in. This is Jinsomnia Nights and I am Jack. And uh, our guest for tonight, I guess you could call him a builder, a shaper, a molder, a fellow dreamer and artist. He is the founder of the architecture startup firm, We Architecture and Design, and he is a yoga master. Oh, shit. And without further ado, let me introduce to you, Mr. Felix Imperial. Hello, Mr. Felix. Hi. Good Hi, evening. Jack. Good evening. How are you doing tonight? Yes, I'm good. I'm not a yoga master, though. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I had heard, though, I had heard, though, that you were into yoga. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, introduce yourself to the listeners. Hi, guys. So, name's Felix. Or as my friends call me, Berto. Just call me Berto, guys. Just call me Berto. So, Berto. yeah, I'm an architect by profession. So I work uh, I work a job and I have my, I founded my design outlet page, whatever you want to call it on Facebook, called We Design and Architecture. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that for seven years now. Seven years? Yeah, I've been working for seven years and it's been, it's been good. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. That's mostly all that what time, my life revolves around. Yeah. For all that time, seven years of you only been working for yourself or did you also you know go into other jobs no other i have companies? a job i have a job i'm I, i'm in a i work for a design studio as well called oh, okay. C design so my my we design is just like an outlet an extra work i get on the side mm-hmm. or some projects my the firm i work for can't take um i i i i, I take it on yeah mm-hmm. and what do you do in your main job in my main job, I do the same thing. It's funny, yeah. So this is crazy. But like, I have less creative control because, you know, I'm a, I'm assistant to our creative, chief creative director. So, of course, his, it's his designs that, you know, mm-hmm. I assist him more. So I use my redesign as my outlet to express myself more. So basically, your main job and your hobby and your passion are all the, the same. same. Much the same thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. One just gives That's me more very nice when thing. I get home. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you said you graduated from architecture. You took architecture. Yeah, took architecture in Uste, Go Uste, Go Tigers, USD. USD yeah. So Pinoval mm-hmm. boy ako. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I went to how long? Wait, we went to USD, no? How long ago was that? That was seven years ago. I started working after, after college. Wow. I had to start working. No, no, I took a break. I took like a six six month break until I, until I felt guilty to start working. Why is that? after college, you don't wanna, you don't wanna work. You're kind of apprehensive yeah. about getting a job, so you kind of chill out. You go home to your yeah. parents for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lie down on the couch for six months. And then you're just like, ah, shit, you gotta get a job. So, yeah. How is, how is that, though? Like, what are the difficulties you faced from graduating from that period of transition to from graduating school to starting working, I guess? Like, the shift from school to, like, a more professional yes. setting, you mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I was way different, yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm lucky I have a really good mentor that kind of guided me through everything, but I could imagine it being even more difficult if you didn't have like you know a good boss. So 
but yeah, that helped me transition. And I don't know, it felt the same, really. Like school and then work, just a bit more formal. You just have to meet your deadlines more. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. How many years does architecture course usually last? So stay on the Five years or so stay. Five, so years. five years. You did, <laughs> you did five years. How is that? I'm, you know. <laughs> Shout out to all my classmates, all my smart classmates mm. that, that um, I wanted to sit beside. They helped me get through college. How is that like, graduate with. Oh, really? You want to share something about that? <laughs> no, no, no. UST might hear this stuff. It's my revoke license. Code. Okay, okay. Pero, but yeah, you know, how was that like though, uh, studying architecture? And I'm actually personally interested in this because you know I used to have this friend from high school, and we went to the same school, to the same college, and then after two years, he just dropped from the face of the planet, and I just never saw him again. So I always assumed that you know, I don't know, have you just didn't have a just didn't have a social life anymore. So I just I, I always assume. You mean sorry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just always assume that you know architecture is just very intense course. Oh, it was. <laughs> I mean, it you become really close with the people you're with because you know you're always working together, spending time together. I didn't really have time to make friends outside of uh, UST during college because mm-hmm. you know, like you said, it's pretty intense. All the late nights. Mm-hmm. What got you into architecture, though? Like, was it always something that you wanted to become? Like, when you were a kid, like, hey, I want to grow up to be an architect someday. No. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to become an inventor. That was a job. I remember I was, like, the first thing I thought. I wanted to take up industrial design initially at UST. And then, mm-hmm. um, when I took the entrance exam, there was this part of the exam that had shapes and stuff, and... Looking back, it's pretty dumb, but I was just So I failed that. I failed that. Ano, yung, but that was a special test for industrial design. Nakasama sa entrance exam. So I failed that. Didn't get into industrial design. But I had high enough grades to go right next to the building. It's in the same building, pala, yung CFAD at Art mm-hmm. ng UST. So Sabi ko, dun na lang ako sa kabila. Kung di ako sa CFAD, di ako makapasok, try na lang natin mag-RT. So, I didn't want to be an architect. I had no idea about being an architect at all. Like, zero. I mean, I lived in a house. That was my experience of architecture. Yeah. Okay. So, you really had... Punta lang ako dun. You really had no prior, you know, influences with architecture no. people. So, how did you develop? Like, I, I would assume... Can I assume that right now, of course, you're already passionate about what you do. Right, but it's it, it was it's not like a passion. Na I was born to do this kind of passion. I don't know. Maybe there's different passions. I just try to work hard, and then parang that's where I get the passion. But hindi siya yung I don't know what kind of passion. What passion is yet? Yeah. I'm not sure. But what what did you expect though when you got you first got into architecture? Like what were your expectations from this course? Zero zero expectations. <laughs> Literally, zero. yeah. I stepped into college just like, okay, let's just do this. Um, that's, that's why I don't know about the fashion thing, but I learned to love it. That's a better mm-hmm. way to say but Can I shout out to Tita Melissa? All right. Oh, no, I can't. Shout out. Shit. <laughs> you can do, you can mention anyone you want. Ah, okay, cool. But from that, how did you build, you know, a sort of liking into it? Of course, you, you should like what 
you're doing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how did you develop? How did you find your, you know, how you work through college? Yeah, so I got my job after, diba, And then I got thrown into the world of working in architecture. And you start, you don't start at the top, diba? So you don't start designing right away like you were in college. You kind of, you're interpreting other people's designs. You're doing all that AutoCAD stuff. So it gets kind of, you, you get burned out after a while. But then I just kept telling myself, you know, look, it's, it's a process. So I'm not going to start designing because I'm not like a prodigy or anything, right? <laughs> so I had to learn. So I, did, I realized that nah, shit, I actually have to research and learn and and work hard at it. And then I got better and I believe in a saying that's like, um, even if you don't like something, if you're good at it, you might end up liking it. You know what I mean? Like if you're mm-hmm. not good at it, mm-hmm. like you don't like it, but then you're good at it, at some point you'll be like, oh, you know, being... That's that's how I kind of developed it. Mm-hmm. But from that, though, how did you how did you got to start up your own uh, business of We Designs? Tell us a little about the lockdown. Oh, so it's brand new. Yeah, yeah. That's just like what two months. But but I had projects kasi before, and these were some things I've already done, but I never posted them online. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's also like my portfolio, I guess. So I took all of these projects I used to do. Some of them I uh, kind of revisited and redesigned. And then I just started sharing it on my page. So there's there's some stuff there that I haven't even built. They're not even built. They're just like conceptual uh, mm-hmm. designs. I like to do just for fun. So it's kind of like that. It's really just a creative outlet. So these are your own you know, designs and concepts. Yeah. What do you usually like to design or conceptualize? What do I usually like to design or conceptualize? Presented with a problem I have to solve. So, mm-hmm. um, I like doing that. And so, you know, you get a client, so they have a problem. That's basically the job, the way I see it. It's uh, trying to improve people's lives and finding solutions to whatever their problems are, their needs, diba. Right? So, from that, mm-hmm. that's when I try and I, I put in my own, my own style, I guess always fitting mm-hmm. to the project. So I don't do anything that's really the same. I try to look for people who want, I mean, I hope for clients that want to do something different all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do get that. How did you, how did you end up, uh, how you said you, you thought about this during the lockdown, right? Yeah. So have you had any, have you, have you had any clients already? Actually, since I've posted it, I got one client, which I was surprised. Oh. It's just the lockdown, the right? How oh, that's you, nice. I, yeah, so super, super lucky and thankful for that. Um, yeah, my friend. So it's a condo, small condo. So like that. So sometimes we'll do like a house and it's kind of, it's big, right? And now I'm doing a 36 square meter one bedroom. But now I, but I, I, I feel like it's going to be so much more fun. Because mm-hmm. ang daming ang problems to solve, you know what I mean? So like, yes, yes, yes. You, you kind of get creative because now you have to come up with design solutions. So parang the creativity starts flowing out na kasi ang daming problema. Parang mm. how, so how's your creative process like then? Like how do you come up with ideas and concepts? Research. Always research. Um, I mean, I look at the project and what the client needs, right? And then I research on their background, 
what the client is like. And then mm-hmm. after that, I look at what's what's in, what's contemporary, not even modern. Modern is not modern. Modern doesn't mean new, actually. So you look for the contemporary, how, because that's what I want to do, actually. Yeah, I want to be contemporary design. At the, at the, try to be at the forward. Contemporary. Yeah, contemporary. Would you, would you care to expound on that? Like, yeah, I actually recognize that as a, there's, uh, I'm actually aware there's, ano, diba, parang, different styles of architecture, like, you know, like art deco and yeah, contemporary. Do you have any particular influences in that regard? Or especially, you know, other What I mean by contemporary is like, um, contemporary is like now, like belonging and and occurring in the present, something like that. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm addressing what's the reality now, but I always take take reference from the past, um, from the greats, diba? I mean, yes, exactly. It's no problem standing on the shoulders of giants, bro. So. You look back, oh, you see what people what people have done, like and then you make man. it contemporary. Because the problems in 1960 aren't problems now, but there's a lot of stuff I can learn from from whatever era. Like, or... what sort of problems are you? Would you be referring to? Oh well, no, everything's smaller condos, diba? So, mm. problems. I just stop saying problems. Challenges. My, challenges. my boss taught me that. Never say problems, guys. I have a challenge. <laughs> That's a nice sentiment. Yeah. So, what has been the most challenging challenge so far in your this business of architecture that you've been doing for seven years? Dealing with clients. Oh, I was afraid you're gonna say that. <laughs> I think everybody says that. Mm-hmm. But I mean it. I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean it's difficult, but it's fun when you get to know your client. But I mean, and also, may mga client you just decide, man, it's not gonna work, diba? Mm-hmm. But even the clients that are good to you, they you still have to know how to kind of manage them and talk to mm-hmm. them. So how's that? How's that like? How's that? You gotta like, be you know, very polite. <laughs> dealing, dealing with, with clients. Yeah, yeah. You kind of have to wear some sort of professional mask when you talk mm-hmm. to them, and always make them feel like you care. That's my advice. Always, always make them feel like you care about them. You're always gonna like do what they want but then you convince them that you your idea is better see that's the secret I'm just mm. because I think a lot of a lot of times tipo, parang nag-away na lang parang yung yung problema natin sa client kayo na lang mag-design parang build. I think that happens a lot yeah I do get that I think yeah it's true what you said it's the same for you know every other industry <laughs> but uh, I'm okay this is actually an interesting question If, for example, I'm a client and I have a design, like for example, you, I will ask you to design a, a condo unit or you know one bedroom. How long does it usually take to from that design once it's finalized? How long does does it usually take to, you know, get built, get done? Like, what are the obstacles or the factors involved? The obstacles and factors. Um, probably take uh, for that size just the, just the design phase, probably a month and a half. And the obstacles nang are coming or you know pleasing the client, being able to express yourself and addressing their needs, so you're both happy. Mm-hmm. Other than that, no other obstacle. And then what does it take to for it to get built, or does that depend on the 
money <laughs> money always always nah um yeah you go you you design it and then in my service what i offer is i i help them with the contractors pa so the design go and then i i project manage it and i quantify the costs so same contractor they might charge you but you don't know how much stuff costs to buy your my client so i review those costs and then usually bid it out to maybe three contractors they all give their costs in then i help the client review them uh make help them make the good decision and then that is the building starts and then after parang bantay na lang uh, go there make sure they're implementing mm-hmm. my design um yeah so you, you have to be involved as well as a designer I think to be a good designer, you have to be involved until the delivery. Because there's no man design, tapos bigay mo, submit mo, tapos bayad ka na, saris ka na. But then you never know what they're gonna do with your design. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't know, making a song and giving it to someone to like sing over it or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of architecture, though, what are your hobbies or things that you like to do? Interests, all that. Like, I've heard you like to do yoga, <laughs> but I like to party. I like to party also. <laughs> I like to do yoga. I like to do yoga. No quarantine mm. lang naman. Just quarantine. Those are my quarantine hobbies. Yoga. Quarantine hobbies. And partying. Yeah, and partying. Uh, outside work, I don't know. I got into a bunch of hobbies. I used to ride a motorbike for a while. My friend. Um. What else do I do? watch netflix now mm-hmm. what is it about yoga though what is it about yoga very calming i used to be anti-yoga okay how did you find it then and then it's i found actually... it very humbling you see awesome. you're weak as fuck you feel super weak doing it because mm-hmm. they're very simple the poses but then to be done properly um it's actually quite difficult Like to hold your core and all of that. Like mm-hmm. it activates muscles you don't normally use, kasi. So really? yeah, like all those little muscles that you don't even know exist. And when you, when you're being coached uh, through it and how to do the poses properly, you're activating those muscles. So bilan na lang you're just you're not even moving, but you start sweating, and yeah, you get really tired and you feel like you're really weak from doing such a simple pose. So you mm-hmm. kind of just have to give in, and you're like stretching passes like. Yeah, it's relaxing, and then the breathing comes in. What are the benefits of yoga, actually? Like, is there some sort of, uh, is it somehow like involved with meditation or something like that? Yeah, there's a meditation aspect. I think the the full experience. I'm not sure. I'm not a yoga master. I'm telling you, I watched 30 minute <laughs> videos today. But what I've <laughs> what I've gathered is like, I think the meditation is part of the whole yoga. Um, the concept of doing yoga and the process—it's a meditative state. At least that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's how it feels. You're breathing; it's quiet. Um, yeah, I think meditation is part of yoga, definitely. Is it also a is it also a form of workout that you do actually you know gain muscles from it or yeah, lose yeah, weight or what? You gain muscles, you lose weight. It's a, it's an yeah, so it's like a meditation exercise. Yeah, because you know when I see videos of people doing yoga, it looks so simple, right? Yeah, right? It looks so simple. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's why I never was like a fan. I used to do Muay Thai. I was into Muay Thai before yoga. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I, I had I went to a couple of fights, like also with a friend. Um, so I was super into like that aggressive. I thought the aggressive sport would let out my aggression. Parang ganun. And then I tried yoga and I was like, wow, so much I feel so much chiller, um, more relaxed, and my body doesn't hurt as much. So I was like, yoga's dope, yoga's dope. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when speaking of meditation and yoga, uh, you know, I've heard this. Uh, have you heard of David Lynch? No. The, the film director. Anyway, uh, he advertises this form of meditation called Transcendental Meditation, which basically he says that it's a way of activating your mind and going deeper, delving deeper to your unconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And the, way, the way he explains it, if you read it, you, you actually have to pay like, Uh, fifty thousand or hundred thousand dollars, something. It's very expensive. <laughs> It's like some guru shit. It's like a secret, you know, society. But if you read the advertisements, you're just gonna sit there, dude. That sounds Does it like work? Okay. Do people mm-hmm. say it works? I don't believe shit. You have to pay for that. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really believe it. Because if you read it, it sounds like, dude. It sounds like just some magic mushroom trip, <laughs> the way it was described. And people actually pay for it. Yeah, I don't know about that. Just like in the spirit of yoga, parang mahal naman yun. for like peace. Yeah, this is other yoga like Kundalini that I've heard about. It's kind of like that. Like you can do it a certain way and trip out, parang ganon. Mm-hmm. David, what's Mancini. your what's your uh, interest in yoga though? Like, how did you find it? Like, does it help you? Because actually, I've heard. That uh, meditation and yoga actually helps you know, creative types to, you know, find ideas and whatnot. Help yeah, you help the creative process. Focus. Helps me with focus. Helps so. focus. Yeah, and yeah, meditate now and think about a state of meditation and thought is good. And after the exercise, you know, exercise is good for you in general, diba? So it, I I think I have ADHD. I'm not diagnosed, but my mom keeps telling <laughs> me I do. So whenever I do yoga and let out all that, you know, energy. I become more focused, so that's how it mm. helps me. That's nice. I might try that. But uh, other than that, do you have a certain you know philosophy or strict regimen for of life regimen? You know, yeah, yeah, or whatever, or you know, involving architecture or the creative process or other things that you like to do. Other things that I like to do. Well. Sorry, I didn't get the question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, mejo malabong. No, I meant, I meant like, parang do you have, do you follow a strict uh, regimen or philosophy or dogma relating to architecture, like, like that? I relate to architecture, but I try to do my best. <laughs> I just try mm-hmm. to do my best. Yeah, pero my dogma. That's my dogma. Shit, I should think about that, bro. Thank you, but mm-hmm. I can't answer you right now, actually. Yeah, have you actually worked with other, you know, well-known or famous architects? Well-known. And I'm asking because I actually, I actually don't know any architects. Ah, then no. Like in the in in the industry, they're not that famous then, huh? Here, here in the Philippines. In the Philippines, worked with not really, but we did we did like. Uh, there was one project where the Philippines was invited to a Biennale. If you've heard of that, it's like an art mm-hmm. festival in Italy. Um, and they invited architecture firms, so the big ones, the, the famous ones of the Philippines, to create um, sculptures. So my where I worked, 
um, was we're hired to document it lang. Mm. That's as about as close as I got to uh, not really working with, but watching these famous, the biggest firms in the Philippines uh, do some artwork. It's in the Metropolitan Museum now, I think. Uh, Ross Boulevard. It's called Mohon. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, what are your other interests? Like films or art or anything like that? Well, films and art, I think it, I think the whole design field um, kind mm-hmm. of uh, permeates to each other, you know. Um, movies, art, books, you can take from anything and apply it to to architecture, to graphic design, um, to film. You know, like the lines when you're shooting a film, those same rules, mm-hmm. I guess, apply to architecture, the laws of symmetry and all of that. So I think it's good to have like a be well-rounded. As a creative, that's so, I try to watch, so I so I try to watch movies. I try to watch. I force myself to watch sometimes to watch artsy movies because I'm not tripping in sand. But just feel like yeah, I, I do, do get that. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> just yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. like I'm gonna watch an artsy movie just to like not feel artsy, but you know to learn and see what's what's happening. Mm-hmm. What are your views actually? You know on life and. Party. You talked about part. You you talked about partying a while ago. We're gonna go from my professional life to my partying life. It's exactly how it is. So I start off oh, my yeah, day yeah. and I go to work and I go out after. No, no, I'm just joking about the partying. I just like <laughs> to go out and have fun. I like going to festivals, live music. That's a hobby. Is, is that is that a hobby? I guess. Yeah. 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 What, what what music are you into? What music am I into? I listen to everything. Really, I go through phases. Long, siguro. Like I listen to hip hop for like a month and then change, but I don't have like a favorite genre. Um, I don't listen mm-hmm. to country music. I tried pero di ko kaya. Oh, okay. So, so far, <laughs> okay, yung okay. palagi hindi ko kinaya na na pakinggan. Okay, okay, it's alright. <laughs> I'm actually a fan of country music, but that's alright. Maybe <laughs> I haven't listened to good country music. See, mm-hmm. I don't know what's good country music. I'm sure there is, but then like what I see on the mainstream, I guess it's just not great. Like Tim McGraw, is that good country music? Like Tim McGraw, uh, not no? familiar. I'm not familiar. Sorry. So anyway, no hate to the no hate yeah. no hate to the country music crowd. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an interesting question, actually, from our producers. Do you know anyone, or do you yourself have or do play The Sims? You know, considering that it's considering comparing it to architecture, and you have the same. You know, I I guess you could call it creative freedom to play yeah. anything. Nah, I don't play the Sims. <laughs> you never. never at all. I get I get in this when I play the Sims because it's limiting. Mm-hmm. I find it limiting. Because I can you know do it in other I mean, another program. No, you can't create shapes in Sims. Oh, you mean limiting in an in an architecture sense? Yeah, so I don't really find it fun. And I used to, sure, but yeah, I haven't played Sims in so long. When I was a kid, you know, you know, I usually Minecraft. play. Yeah, I know I play League of Legends. That's what mm-hmm. I play. I don't play Sims. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One would think, no, is, I think that's like a, it's like a stereotype. Stereotype. <laughs> you, yeah. Architecting the Sims, kaya nga. Meron naman, meron naman. It's not me. Hmm. Was there like a, a course on the Sims? You know, a joke. <laughs> wala, wala. All right. So other than that, do you have anything else you want to share? You know. About how, how have you been doing actually? You know this special. Especially amidst this, this pandemic. Nice question. 
that's a good especially question. Especially this pandemic. pandemic. Like, how have you been managing? What have you been, you know, doing with your time besides architecture? Sleeping, <laughs> yoga. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been it's been difficult. I think. Yeah, it's been difficult for sure. Um, so working from home is weird. Number one, I used to. Mm-hmm. I also used to. I I'm used to going to the office. So. Parang nice when I get up. I'm like my work's here, and I'm like, oh, when do you really escape it now? So I don't. I, mm-hmm. Parang everything's just jumbled up, and so a day, I think I just have to develop a good routine. So I try to do a routine, but it feels like my sanity's in check. Pero mm-hmm. diba sometimes nakabaluna just to be home for so long. Yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> how do you keep your How do you keep your sanity though? Like, what do you do? To combat that, I guess. Or do you live alone actually, or? I have been living alone for five months. Mm-hmm. I've been living alone. Yeah, I usually live with my sister, but she moved out with my aunt. So I've been, I've been alone for five months. So that's trippy. It was very. It was. It was. It was easier at the start. Like it, it, it's I harder. Do get that. To, you know what I mean? It's like. I I do agree with that, Ashley. You know what I mean? You're like two months is fine. For five months, I'm like, okay, where's this all going? What are we doing? It's happening, guys. Mm. How happening do you deal with the Philippines? With that, no? No, like I just gotta loneliness hope for... or being alone. No, it's temporary, or at least I hope it's temporary. So you just try to wait, wait it out, right? No other choice. So try to do yoga, try to exercise. Um, there's some things I do that I, I don't think I can say. On the air, to help you relax, Jokla. What do you mean? You can say anything you want. I can say anything I want. You're gonna post my photo, nah? <laughs> um, yeah. You know, just some help from some organic stuff that you buy and inorganic, unorganic, mm-hmm. <laughs> inorganic. Yeah, yeah, I just try, yeah, to, yeah. Just try to like be super OC. I think a lot of people are becoming OC. People start cooking now, right? Everybody's baking. Yeah, exactly. she bakes so everybody's coping their own way uh, yeah how many designs have you <laughs> conceptualized already since the quarantine started oh too long naman. too long mm-hmm. I'm working on something now at work so I'm kind of busy and I have to go on my construction site next week which I'm freaked out about because I don't want to get COVID so mm-hmm. we're gonna have to do that in my PPE suit Mm-hmm. How long is that, you know, gonna take for the, you know, in terms of the industry actually, the architecture industry? Uh, it's super How slow now. Take... Everything's super mm-hmm. slow. All deliveries are affected. Um, industry is not looking good. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. What did you have? Did you have any long-term plans, you know, for the future? Yeah, in your just, career actually. Career I just wanted wise. to be. I wanted to be like, you know. What do you sorry? What do you mean in my life? Career-wise, sorry. Career-wise. Well, yeah, just try to be better and better and better. Try to learn. Try to get different projects. Work with different people, and just see where it takes me. You know. Mm-hmm. In life, though, my long term in life. What do you mean, like wife and kids? <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that if you want. We can talk about that. We can talk about no, that. No. I don't want to think about that yet. <laughs> I haven't thought about that yet. No, I meant in your, you know, in your pursuit of architecture. Like, do you have any long-term plans for we designs or 
anything yeah, they mean, want to achieve. Or expand, obviously. If I if I grow it large enough, I can. If I get more more projects, I can kind of uh, leave my company and work for myself. I think that's my long term plan is to work for myself. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Do you already have any designs that have been built already? Yeah, I have two: one house and one uh, condo. Mm, where is this? Uh, the condo is in Paranaque Bayner, Tagig, Arca South, Ayala Development. The house is in where I grew up in Bicol. We can talk about that. I grew up in Bicol. By oh, the way. really? Okay. Whereabouts in Bicol? Albay. You know where Mayon is? The volcano? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, so that Perfect. was my, my view out my window when I was growing up. I came to college. I mean, I came to Manila when I went to college. So I've been in Manila for seven plus five, eleven years. Twelve, twelve years. But most of my childhood, no, all my childhood, I grew up in Bicol, in Albay. Mm. How's that like? It was different. Yeah, definitely different. I grew up uh, next to the beach. So my dad grew up in Manila. Then my lolo is from Bicol, so he moved back and stuff. So I grew up in this little barangay. Not even a barangay. When I when I was young, it was a barrio. And then wow, yeah, yeah. So so you're you're actually a country boy then. Yeah, dude, I'm from the for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How was that like? You know, transitioning from that to moving to Manila. It wasn't that hard to say. I had a lot of cousins and family in Manila. So I'd come to Manila every summer. Pero going into college, yeah, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anybody. Um, my group in Bicol uh, were very small. So not a lot of people. So when we got to college, everybody went to different schools. So I didn't really know a lot of people. So I had to make new mm-hmm. friends when I came here. When was the last time we were there? Last Holy Week last year. You know, actually, I gotta ask though. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you were saying something. No, you ask your question. I, I think I know what this. Uh, yeah. Go, go. I'm actually just curious, go. man. Like. Yeah, I know. Asking him the like, other race card. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. You look, cause no, you were like, like you were though. Yeah, I was. I was. You, kind of, you kind of, you kind of look mestizo. You know, there's no video to this. That's why I didn't want to talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we're gonna post your picture though. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, you kind of look mestizo, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, I was the only one uh, mestizo when I was growing up. So, it was a trip. It was, I got stares all the time, you know. Especially in the province. I don't know how it, when I get to Manila, people hear I me. Mean, but when I was growing up, I got like, looks all the time. Like, oh, there's a white guy. There's a white boy. And then everybody was always shocked when I'd speak in Bipolano. So, obviously, I'm from there. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was that was funny. That was funny <laughs> growing up. I would always be that white kid in the photo, <laughs> in the group <laughs> photos, class photos. So like, boom, there he is, right there. But you're pure Bicolano. Yeah, I grew up there. I'm pure. Maybe my mom is from Bacolod, so I can speak and understand the longo. My dad's from Bicol, but my mom's half half Spanish. Yeah. Ah, okay. To answer that I question, see. yeah. But I grew up near here. They grew up here in the Philippines, so you can be foreigner. Okay. Colonizer, white ako, bro. <laughs> Sobrang hassle. Sorry about that, though. Like, I kind of figured, oh, I think this guy knows what I'm going to be talking about. <laughs> I'm going to ask oh, him. Yeah, I know when I said I was from Bicol. That's the next question. He's from Bicol? Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
do you miss it though? Like your childhood. Now, my chi- childhood. I think we all miss childhood. <laughs> we miss my childhood. Yeah, definitely. Here's an interesting question though. Since you're an architect, yeah, like, do you see yourself ever designing something that would you know would would look good from in your barrio or in Bicol or? Albay-bay? Oh yeah, that's what I want to do. Eh? I want to do something back there, pero. They're not at, that's why I like it in Manila also. Not to much and it's not to sound like an asshole. Not to say anything bad about Bicol, but like in Manila, there's more room for creativity. I guess people are more open minded here. Um uh, if I work back there, I already know what to expect, kinda. Everybody just wants the same thing. Priorities are different, I guess. So mm-hmm. in terms of like my my career, it's better to be here. What I miss about Bicol is the what people would usually think you'd miss about the province, the buying quiet life, uh, chill, none of this mm. PNP roaming around and shit. There's PNP roaming around. In Manila, yeah, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be Bicol. In Bicol, though, I, I've not actually I know, never super been. Chill so, there. I had super I've actually never, never been. Uh, has it already been, you know, urbanized? Like, are there a lot of buildings? Ang may SM na kami. SMB call. SM Legaspi City. Bicol is the whole province. Legaspi. Yeah. Pero oh, okay. Sorry. Albay is the province of Bicol. That's where I'm from. And I live near, the, I think, the biggest city at Albay. Oh, my God. People who are from Bicol will probably get mad if I don't know this. But I think it's Legaspi City. I think that's the biggest city. Uh, you haven't heard of Legaspi City? I've heard. I've heard. I've just never been. So that's, yeah. So that's like the the biggest city. So my SM na dun. I guess they feel like they're they're moving up in the world. I don't think mm-hmm. so, but fine. SM is your, your So you're against that. You're against that the urbanization. I mean yeah, same. it's good if I mean you have jobs and stuff, blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, you're just making SM richer really. And I mean the people of Beagle could probably put up their own model. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is that something? Is that something you'd like to design for Bicol or Albay? Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I won't work for well, Albay. <laughs> They're not the good guys. Okay, this is gonna be on the air. Oh, hello, balas sila. Well, what else do you see yourself building though, or designing for? You know, actually, to help like. You talked about problem solving earlier. Yeah, yeah. So I did, I had like, a con- I conceptualized about like resilient architecture that's affordable for where I live because you know Beagle's always hit by bagios. So I did like this conceptual design where um, basically the house is two walls and then everything in between can be just put on the walls. These two adjacent walls and everything could be built in the middle of them. So you have protection from the storm, and if ever your whole house gets uh, blown away, you still have those the foundations that last there that you can build upon time and time mm-hmm. again. Uh, so yeah, I did something like that, thinking about people. That's what you mean. To help people, you know, you, as you said earlier. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How can you help uh, your own barrio, though? Like, where are the problems being faced there? Well, you know, you know I'm like, from, from an architecture front. See, uh, since you started the Barangay Captain, nah, nah, I mean, wag lang masyadong political. <laughs> wag lang masyadong political, diba? Bakit? I was seated. Safe um, So, how to help them? 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know really. Not yeah. Sorry, I don't know how to help them shit. I gotta think mm-hmm. about that. How am I gonna help my 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 neighbors? That's true. Like, if there's one thing that you can build that can help the, your neighborhood. Well, right now, hospital. I'll build a school. <laughs> build a school, definitely. Build a school. Build a school for for my barrio, not my barrio. Barangay na pala for the barangay. Mm-hmm. There's too many basketball courts now. I need more schools. I see. Daming na actually... ano eh. Daming mga events. Ano yung mga events hall na puro basketball court. Like, mm-hmm. popping up everywhere. Barang, I'm like, barangay Hall A, B, C. Yeah. A. Trying to be NBA here. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, actually do you have any advice you can give to anyone who's thinking about architecture as a, thinking about architecture as a career or as a course, first and foremost? Advice? I'll give you since, advice on... Since you could call yourself as someone already established, right? In the industry. Shit. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, advice to anybody wanting to get into architecture? Just, I don't know. Uh, you know, go in there like hoping for the best. And if you don't like it, you don't have to stay. I mean, that's that's. I think that's my advice. So go in there, hope for the best. If you don't like it, don't force yourself. Mm-hmm. Anything that would inspire people, though. Anything that would inspire people to go and do architecture. Like, what's the biggest takeaway from architecture? What's what makes you feel good about being an architect? Hmm. It's a very good question, Jack. I think it's. Um, the fact that I get to express myself. I mean, I, I like the creative world. So mm-hmm. being an architect gave me a way to do it. And I like building. I like the construction part as well. I like thinking of how to how to create a space where people can enjoy a space where, where ingenuity, you can use your ingenuity to, you know, make everybody's life better. I think mm-hmm. that's what, should inspire you if you want to do architecture you 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 are you are you're given a really big opportunity to help a lot of people mm, that's nice you know someday i hope that i could point to a you know building or a structure and tell my my children that oh i know the guy who built this or who designed this it's mr felix imperial Let's call me tito berto tito berto anyway th- thank you dude for sharing oh no worries we're done it's been nice talking to you. You've been very inspirational and motivational, actually, with yoga. Right. Yeah, I, I, I've been actually curious about it, personally. Meditation then. But anyway, thank you for talking with me. Thank you for sharing, and good luck with all your ventures. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This has been Jinsomia Nights, and I've been Jack. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Good evening. Good evening.